Fun fact about me, I'm not a big drinker. And the older I get, the more I look for new ways to relax. If you're like me, consider Recess Mood, a healthier alternative to alcohol. Y'all already know, self-care is essential here, and we are being more intentional with the things we put into our bodies. Recess Mood is a magnesium and adaptogen-infused sparkling water with real fruit goodness, only 20 calories, and no added sugar. It enhances your mood and helps balance stress for that calm, cool, and collected feeling. And don't even get me started on the flavors y'all strawberry rose raspberry lemon grapefruit tangerine they are all very good but right now the raspberry lemon is my absolute fave so you deserve a healthier way to unwind and recess mood is offering you 15% off so head to takearecess.com affirmations and treat yourself to a more relaxed guilt-free you and you can also find the link down in the show notes below are you ready to take charge of your wellness journey Introducing Equilibria's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense, the ultimate three-in-one capsule for digestive health and gut barrier protection. Made by a woman-owned wellness brand, Equilibria ensures you're never alone on your path to well-being, offering personalized one-on-one support. EQ's Microbiome Defense is not just any probiotic supplement. It's carefully crafted with probiotics studied specifically for women's health, supporting digestion, immunity, and even skin health. Plus, with consistent use, you'll notice improved energy, mood, and radiant skin. I'm most excited about overall gut health. As I get older, I'm realizing the importance of a healthy gut, and EQ's Microbiome Defense makes it easy. Are you ready to experience the benefits firsthand? Head to myeq.com and use code AFFIRMATIONS for 15% off Equilibria's microbiome defense and much more. That's myeq.com and use code AFFIRMATIONS at checkout for 15% off site-wide today. Friendships are some of the most important relationships you could have in life. They begin and end at any time and the growth of them can be so beautiful. Today, I'm sitting down and having a candid conversation with one of the first women I became friends with here in Los Angeles. She taught me something amazing today. Relationships are a covenant between two people, no matter if it's platonic or romantic. And that bond is sacred ground and should be treated as such for as long as that relationship is benefiting the two who entered it. Let's unpack finding trust in friendship. What is going on, beautiful people? You are listening to the Affirmations for Black Girls podcast, where we focus on personal growth and cultivating a healthy relationship with ourselves. I am your host, Tyra the Creative, actress, content creator, and mental health enthusiast. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey, everyone. Raven here. This week's affirmation is, I deserve to have amazing people as my friends. I deserve to have amazing people as my friends. I deserve to have amazing people as my friends. I deserve to have amazing people as my friends. I deserve to have amazing people as my friends. I deserve to have amazing people as my friends. I deserve to have amazing people as my friends. I deserve to have amazing people 
as my friends. I deserve to have amazing people as my friends, as I look at an amazing friend. But thank you so much for taking time to have this podcast episode with me. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> thank you for having me. Yes, I know that you listen to the podcast. Actually, yes. before we get into our first question, what do you like about the podcast? Okay, what do I like? I'm I the love oh the podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it really does feel like organic. Like, I feel like... Like I listen to it in the mornings mm-hmm. most I think I've only ever listened to it in the mornings. And I feel like it's like, okay, I'm having like my morning routine with my friend. You know what yeah. I mean? So since I'm I like love always it. like alone, it just feels like, oh my bestie's here with me. Because like me, I like speak out loud. Like when so when it, you're yeah. when you're saying something or I guess it's saying something that I kinda like resonate with, mm-hmm. I'm like, Yeah, like that right. makes sense. Like me too. You know, like it's almost like conversational. So I love, I that. love that. And it's just positive. Yeah. Right. So yeah. yeah. That's the vibe that I was going for I really wanted to feel like like when I first started this podcast I was like I wanted to feel like just a conversation like you just called your best friend up and we just chit chat like we just catching up we just mm-hmm. talking about what we going through and stuff like that so that's right. actually really good so to check. hear <laughs> mission complete <laughs> I'm super excited okay Raven, did you know you were one of my first friends I made in Los Angeles? No. I had no idea. <laughs> That's actually a shock. Are you serious? Yes. So when we when did we do Fila? Was that it was in 2018, but when right. was that? Like what month? Actually, we could we could figure it out. We can because I feel like we can figure that we out. We had right pictures, now. yeah. Yeah. From it. April 20th. 2018 is the day that we met or like that was like a whole like week yeah it was it was like a weekend it was some days yeah it was some days so um I've talked about this before on the pod but I used to do brand ambassador work and that's how I met Raven we were literally on lunch and you were at where I don't even know what the restaurant was but the pizza place it was the pizza place yes and you were like oh yeah I'm a youtuber and when I say I was about to explode I was literally going to explode in there because I was like, I want creator friends so mm-hmm. bad. And I had only been in LA for three months at the time when I met you. So, wow. right. I had just got here. So Raven is one of my first friends in LA. And it's so crazy because I feel like most of my friends in LA, I met in the first year. And people that right. I meet now, it's, we don't become as close friends mm-hmm. as y'all, like you and Janae, like, Y'all are like my ride or dies, like for real. And I met I met Janae the first month, like my first, oh, wow. my second brand ambassador job. So you're one of my first friends out here. I felt so happy though <laughs> when you when I was like, because I didn't know anyone, so I was like by myself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just gonna go to lunch, you know, whatever. Really? Oh then, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so oh man, wow! I didn't even realize yeah. you were like that front. Okay, <laughs> wow. Okay, so. Let's talk about progress. Here at AFBG, we're all about embracing progress, big or small. We celebrate those little victories because they are just as important, especially on our journey to financial well-being. Like setting aside savings each month, but still leaving room for that perfume you've been dying to have. Because here, we believe in treating ourselves, okay? 
and Chime is here to make that journey even smoother. My favorite feature Chime offers is SpotMe. It's fee-free overdraft up to $200, and you even get paid up to two days earlier with direct deposit. And let me tell y'all, it's like Christmas when that check hits early, baby. So say goodbye to those stressful overdraft experiences and hello to a financial institution that truly cares about your well-being. With Chime, you'll join millions of members working towards financial progress. Plus, there are no monthly fees or maintenance fees, and you get access to over 60,000 fee-free ATMs nationwide. Y'all, it's time to take more control of your finances and say goodbye to monthly fees. Open your Chime account in minutes at chime.com affirmations. That's chime.com affirmations. Chime feels like progress. Growing up, Black voices in media, though hard to come by, were my compass. Here at AFBG, Black representation is the very heartbeat of what we do. Representation isn't just about visibility. It's about carving out a space where Black stories can thrive and resonate. From pioneers like Oprah Winfrey breaking barriers on TV to amazing women like Viola Davis, Octavia Spencer, and Taraji P. Henson, who showed me that Black girls can command the screen. These Black faces and voices have been a guiding light in my life, not only by entertaining me, but also educating me and empowering me. And now, NPR brings you the next generation of influential Black voices in their new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, each told from a unique Black perspective that is as nuanced as the Black experience itself. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I recently listened to the episode titled, For Black Men, Barriers to Mental Health Care Can Be Complex, and I love how the hosts seem to create a safe space for discussing these complex barriers Black men face when accessing mental health care. It was very refreshing to hear the classic NPR vibe, but with a soulful twist. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in America's story, but now they are the story. Because stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. ADHD, a four-letter acronym that stands for Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. Across our society and throughout modern history, it has also come to represent harmful stereotypes, debilitating assumptions, and unconscious bias. If you have ADHD, it can be overwhelming to find the right treatment. That's where Done comes in. Take a free one-minute assessment and book an appointment with a licensed ADHD clinician as soon as the next day. Get continuous care, insurance coverage, and 24-7 care team support with Done for just $79 a month and pharmacy co-pays as low as $0. Unlock your path to better focus now at get.donefirst.com podcast. Done. Turn ADHD into your strength. Oh, my first question, since we're talking about finding trust in friendships, is who is your best friend and why is this person your best friend? Okay. (laughs) So off the bat, um, two people come to my mind. So when you say a best friend, I feel like I have 
my friend Tiffany, who I've been friends with since I was like in fourth grade. But I also have my friend Aaron, who I've been friends with since college. And so I feel like they both serve different purposes. It's like if I could combine like those two into one person to say they're my best friend. Now, Tiffany, if she hears this, I love you, girl. You know, <laughs> because honestly, I mostly whenever I would say like, oh, she's my best friend. But like, I feel like I always say that Aaron is like my best friend. So they serve their purposes in my life, like as far as like the different conversations I can have yeah. and how they are supportive in my life. Like I feel like for Aaron, it's more so like if I need that, like, I mean, just emotional support as well as just like that goofy, like we just do yeah. all type of random stuff. And then Tiffany, she's like a good time. And like, you mm -hmm. know, we can like turn up. And like I said, I've just she's been in my life longer, but it's like we just established a friendship like over that time. Is that makes Aaron sense. the guy? Yes. Okay. okay. Right. Yeah. Right. So Aaron's cool. the guy. Yeah. And I just feel like, yeah, like he's more so like me too. Mm -hmm. Like me and Tiffany were kind of like opposites. That's mm -hmm. why people were like, it's so strange that you guys came friends right. and friends so long. Like we're opposites. So mm -hmm. we like balance each other. But like Aaron, like it's like we're like the same person. <laughs> so I yeah. I love that. Um, As far as like me, I would say – but yes. I, I agree with you because mm -hmm. I have a high school best, best friend and I have a college best friend. So my mm -hmm. high school best friend, I would definitely say is my friend Daria. Mm -hmm. Talk to her all the time. She currently lives in Boston, but she and I, she wasn't always my best friend. Right. Um, I met her right after Hurricane Katrina because she lived mm -hmm. in New Orleans and she transferred and we were friends, but we were just friends. Like right. I had other friends that I was way more close with. But once I got to high school, um, in ninth grade, my mama and daddy filed for divorce. So I was mm -hmm. going through like a lot and I don't know what it was specifically, but I was like, this girl's my best friend. Like I can talk to her. I can confide in her. I don't feel uncomfortable, like showing how I feel mm -hmm. as far as like outwardly. Um, it was just easier to talk to her and we've been friends ever since like you know what I mean so she would definitely be my high school best friend but then when we get to college that's when okay. it gets a little that's when it gets like crazy because mm -hmm. I feel like I have a lot of best friends and I don't think that it's a problem See, that's right a <laughs> okay. exactly I don't think it's a problem to have multiple best friends so I would say honestly I have two best friends from college and Hmm, no, I can't even say that. I have a handful of best friends from college. Mm -hmm. And, but my best, best friend, like if you say if you only had to pick one, I would definitely say it's Bria, my, right. my best friend, Bria. Yes. Um, and I would say that because I love her. <laughs> I love her. I love her so much. So Bria has actually been on the podcast. We did an episode called Finding Luxury in Daily Life, where she shared with us her journey to luxury living. So if you haven't listened to the episode, definitely go check it out. It is the most popular so far on the podcast. It's doing so well. So definitely go check that out. But I would say that she is definitely my best friend. I go to her for advice. I confide in her. I don't feel judged when I'm talking to her. Like I just know that she is such a kind person and she will never like steer me wrong in a sense. She won't hold anything back from me. She'll let me know, Tyra, you're wrong for that. Or Tyra, less. yes, I'm cheering for you on this or whatever the case may be. So that's what, that's why I would say she's my best friend. Right. And that's literally all that you just said is why it's like, I'm like, Aaron's my best friend. Because yeah. like we said, like, he's not 
judgmental. He gives like really good advice, like advice that if I came out of my body, came, mm-hmm. like in a time where I'm in a different headspace to talk to myself, that's yeah. what I would say. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah. I love that. I love that for you. So since you brought up that your best friend is a guy, I, I wanted to ask you, do you have more guy friends or girlfriends? What would you say? Or is it like across the board? I definitely have more closer guy friends than girlfriends. And I feel like I, growing up, I always like had more guy friends. And then I tried to like explore having more girlfriends, but I don't know. It just doesn't work out. And it's not like I'm like, I like, it's not that they don't work out because of like drama things. I feel like I really don't know, like, Mm -hmm. because it's not like I'm like, you know, yeah. <laughs> brawling out with anyone, right. but I just don't. And I feel like I, I feel more myself, I guess, around my guy friends. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's so interesting that you said that because I feel the same way. I feel more of myself. It took a while for me to be able to open up completely to other girls or other women. And I don't really know what that is. Like, I'm not a therapist and I don't, you know, I'm not a researcher on this subject but it has been way easier for me to open up to guys like I have a lot of guy friends and I've always had more guy friends but I always thought it was because I mainly grew up with a bunch of guys like on my mom's side I have two first cousins that are around my same age and I have Mm -hmm. a brother so it was always two girls and two boys on that side but when I go to my grandma house on my daddy's side it's all boys and me until my little cousin Jazz was born. She's the youngest out of all of us. So we are like a few years apart. So we didn't really hang out a lot when we were younger. So I was always hanging out with the guys. I was always doing tomboy stuff. My mom was also in school. So I was always with my daddy. We were always riding four wheelers. I was always cutting wood in the yard. We were always like, you know what I mean? Always doing all of this outdoorsy stuff. And I don't want to say that it's like boy things or manly things, but I was doing... I was spending a lot of time around male figures in my life. So it became comfortable in a sense. That is what I was used to. That's what, uh, that's what I would gravitate towards versus going play with Barbie dolls with a bunch of girls. No, I want to play with my GameCube with my cousins, or we can go outside and play kickball or something like that. You know what I mean? Or basketball or something. So I would definitely say in this like 27 year old Tyra has more girlfriends, Mm -hmm. but Tyra before moving out to LA has more guy friends hands right. down yeah yeah now I feel like I have more girl friends than I have had in the past like what you're saying and I think maybe that just come with you know I can't talk to my guy friends about everything and a lot of like girl conversations I just never had yeah and now I feel like I have to have them mm-hmm. like I need to have those yeah. <laughs> because just me holding it in or like trying to go to Google is is not as valuable, I feel like, than going to, like, my friends. You know, like, yeah. recently I had called you about a situation, mm-hmm. and it's like, I literally don't do that. Yeah. Like, I just don't. I yeah. just deal with it by myself. So that was, like, a lot for me. Mm-hmm. So I feel like now establishing that with females. And, like, what you're saying, I mostly was around a lot of guys when I was younger because yeah. I honestly – Back then, I wanted to be a professional football player. Like, Girl. I literally, yes. Like, I would be out in the field. Like, we had this thing called the field in my neighborhood, and I would be out there playing football with the guys, like, almost every day. Oh, God. Like, two-hand literally. Touch. Two-hand touch, or you was playing Man, like y'all we was tackling? we were tackling. Oh. Okay. So, <laughs> I 
was like rough. And then I loved like adventures. Like I was the one that was going in like, you know, the little storm drains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My grandmother would be so mad if she was here to hear this. But yeah, and then like the like we had like these like ditch things. Like I grew up in Florida and I would like literally so adventurous, climbing on trees and like a, a lot of the girls in the neighborhood that's not what they were doing yeah you know? so i feel like yeah and i liked playing video games so yeah. that's probably where that came from yeah 100 yeah, percent for and sure <laughs> i don't know i'm gonna do a little bit more research on why um some girls tend to go that route versus hanging out with girls and all of that kind of stuff but also um since you brought it up about like you contacting me i want to dive into that a little bit because when you contacted me i didn't expect you to do that but I also want to say I had to do the same thing in a previous uh situation with my best friend and I was so nervous to even call her to like share all of this stuff so it's like what made you call me um I feel like I know that you wouldn't be judgmental and at that time (laughs) I was like man I need to talk to somebody that I know is like one I feel like you're a really good listener and two I felt like if if Tyra has anything to say to me, I know it's going to be of value mm-hmm. just from our previous conversations. Mm-hmm. So that's why I called. And I was just, and I was nervous. But at the moment, it's like, I was literally like freaking out. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, usually I always go to my mom about things, mm-hmm. like aside from my therapist. But I usually go to my mom and I'm like, my mom's probably exhausted right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, okay, like who can I call to like, you know, that's a that's a female because yeah. I could call my best friend Erin, but it's like okay, yeah. I need somebody that's a female. You wanted a female so, right, perspective exactly. on what was going on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just trusted whatever you had to say. It it would be it would help me to be in a better place than mm-hmm. what I was. Yeah, because so, when yeah. you called me, I was just like, <laughs> my mouth dropped, and I was like, she's calling me. <laughs> calling me to help with this situation so I felt honored you know what I mean and I think that that definitely like um what am I trying to say that definitely deepened our friendship a hundred percent when you did that because I would have never expected I would have just never expected you to call call that and I know we aren't talking about the situation specifically you guys but um Raven just called me with something that she was going through at one point and she was just really raw, open, and vulnerable about the situation, and it just made me feel like, oh, wow, she really considers me a great friend. As so. I do. I will second <laughs> that and agree. <laughs> you don't have to think. Yes. I, well, yes, yes, yes. I consider you a great friend as well. Like I said, you're one of my first friends out here in L.A. Like, okay, like, thank you for game. <laughs> Okay, so my next question is, has a friend ever done something to make you question them or their character? And did you confront them about it or did you just let it slide? Tell me the tea. (laughs) Okay, so I used to be extremely open with like saying how I felt about things. Like if someone did something, then I always would just say it I guess I never really just I always just thought that it was okay to just say it until I started like saying things that bothered me yeah and I could see the shift in like especially mm-hmm. like my female friends like how they would feel about me saying like oh this bothered me and I think for me I kind of like drew back from saying so mm, to answer the question 
yes, I have confronted my friends about things that I did not like, but most of the time it turns out bad. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's because I kind of like coined myself as like the yes girl. Yeah. And like, I'm always just like, yeah, I'll do this. Yeah, I'll do this. Even if, you know, it's not something, I don't really know how to explain it. I just feel like I've always been like the person that's non-confrontational. If somebody did something to me, like, I just learned not to say anything. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I think as far as like I go, I don't think any, well, maybe in like small situations, mm-hmm. some of my friends have made me question their character, but nothing crazy, you know? Yeah. Um, but as far as confronting them, I used to be the same way. I wouldn't confront anyone because in my mind I would be like, oh, well, they didn't mean it that way. Or I would try to make that excuse for them versus bringing it to their attention and saying, hey, this is how I felt about that. And that's how I've just been my entire life. And I think that definitely stems from not having healthy boundaries because when something does happen where they, I don't know, they hurt your feelings or they say something that shouldn't have been said or they do cross a boundary, you need to address that in the moment. And that's not something that I am used to doing. It's something that I'm still learning how to do Mm -hmm. as well, but it's very much so needed in this day and age. But I've never confronted a friend when the situation has happened. I've always taken time. And by time, I mean like a week, two weeks, which is honestly too long in some situations um, before I went back and said, hey, remember when you did this two weeks ago? Because then it's not fresh anymore. They may not even remember what's going on. So the conversation doesn't necessarily go the way that you want it to go because you are recalling facts and they're saying, well, that didn't really happen. This is my take on it or whatever. So getting it done in the moment is really something that I'm working on because sometimes it just got to be nipped in the bud right then and there. Right. But it's so uncomfortable. It is. And it's only, and like I said, see, I think I was like, I'm like the reverse. Like, okay, before I would just say how I felt. Like, mm-hmm. I just, okay, you did, this happened. Okay, mm-hmm. here, I'm saying it right now. Yeah. And I feel like people would always make it seem like it was like me nagging. Mm-hmm. But I just knew back then, like, okay, this is what I like and what I don't like. And when I started getting like negative responses, then that's when, like what you said, I would wait like a week. Like, I'm replaying it. Like, I have it literally like anxiety. Like, how am I going to say it? How can I say it to where they don't take offense to? And it doesn't matter. Like, literally in like most of the situations I could be saying it the nicest way yeah but if they feel like attacked which is usually the case then and like you said then they're like well why didn't you say something like that and I'm like right. well <laughs> it's nerve-wracking first, first of all I have to reflect on how I feel I have to gather my words I have to figure out what I'm gonna do if actually process the situation so that definitely goes into it but yeah it, it needs to be done but I think like Especially like when you get negative responses, it could be because I know like if I were on the receiving end of it, if I were to give a negative negative response, it would be because I was embarrassed or I felt convicted or I felt reprimanded. So I want to. Well, here's this. This is what I have to say. You know, I feel like that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like a lot of people go through that. And even like when you are working on um, yourself, you still have a little like. Mm-hmm. I could do this, but let me go ahead and go about this the the healthy route. Right. Yeah. Okay, our last question. Dun, dun, dun. Raven, have you ever lied to a friend? If you have, why have you done it? And was it for their benefit or their detriment? 
And did you eventually tell them about it if you did? And if you didn't, why didn't you tell them? (laughs) Right. Okay. You want to answer it first? That's a loaded question. (laughs) Um, Have I ever lied to a friend? I don't really be out here lying. I don't. I don't be out here lying. Have I ever... I can honestly say, as far as like a real lie where I'm not like joking and saying, girl, I just want a million dollars. Like, you know what I mean? Like Stuff like that. I have never truly lied to a friend. Oh, I'm lying. So... Actually, I lied to Bria back in college, but it had nothing to do with her. She asked me a question about myself and I was super embarrassed about it. She asked me something about my high school boyfriend and I was like, no, nothing, none of that ever happened. I just, no, we're not, we're not talking about this or whatever, whatever the situation was. And I just, (laughs) I just recently told her that I was lying. So she felt so deceived, but I eventually told her. And the reason that I lied to her was simply because I was embarrassed to even say yes or whatever to that situation. But that's the only time that I can even recount that I told like a real lie to a friend and I kept going with it because I don't be wanting to um, be out here lying. Right. Yeah. Like, because there's no reason to like, I'm very much so a person like, especially if it's, it's a friend. First of all, I'm only friends with people that I like. Second of all, what we lying for? Like right. I like I literally can't fathom lying, but I have been lied too. So I'll just tell this quick little thing. So when I was in um high school, I was cheating on my boyfriend. Let's just look, I was cheating on my his high school though. And by cheating, I mean I was texting other Right. high school boys that's it and um when I went to ask one of my friends hey did you tell my boyfriend that I was talking to this other guy and she was like no I didn't but she didn't know that he had already sent me screenshots of the text messages oh, wow. so I was like literally from that day I was like wow okay well we all here lying and when when I uh when she said no I just said okay And in my head, I was like, I can't trust you because this was a person that I, um, not confided in necessarily, but like, I was like, Ooh, this is what I'm doing. Like, I'm talking to this guy. Oh my God. He's so cute. And all this kind of stuff, like sharing all of this stuff with you and you going to tell my boyfriend that I'm cheating on him. Granted, it's, I was cheating on him, whatever. I was texting these other guys or whatever the case may be, but you're supposed to be my friend. Like, you don't even really know my boyfriend. He's not even right. in our grade. He's a great so under us. So what was the like, reason? What was the reason? <laughs> Literally, what was the reason? So that was a time uh, where I've been lied to and I automatically knew that it was a lie. So I just, I still remained friends with her. I just knew that our friendship could only go so far. Right. Yeah. So what okay. about you? Okay, so when you asked that question, my heart started beating really fast. And only (laughs) because, yes, I have lied to my friend. Now, I, like, literally despise lying. Like, I do not like lying to my friends, like, to anybody. But it's this one, it's two things, actually. So, one, I have lied to my friend. Now, I have not, and I feel like I have not said it to her verbatim, but when she asked me about it, I just dance around the question or I just kind of be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Ooh, right because now. I'm just so, I know, because I'm so nervous. So like back in college, <laughs> I'm just going to say one of my friends asked me about something as far as um, like it being sexual. 
And me, I'm like so uncomfortable talking to anybody about anything, Mm -hmm. you know, like that. I can say that word, right? (laughs) Okay. And so she asked me and I was like, "Mm, I mean, like. Wait, but why did she ask you? She was because just because she's she's the type of person that's just kind of like I want to know I want to know oh, and like for me because like I just did not engage in like any of that type of stuff and so it was kind of like she's just waiting for like the moment like I'm in college now okay like what are you doing yeah and then I'm just like uh mm. and so like to this day I still like I and, and it's crazy because I think about it so much for the fact that I don't lie and that's literally the one thing that I've had to like hold on to and I keep saying like before I leave this planet like I have to like (laughs) tell her like the truth you know what I mean and the other thing I feel like I've lied about to like my friends is like my mental health and I I feel like I've lied to my friends about mental health a few times because I just hated being the friend that was always sad or like emotional so for me it was just like yeah I'm okay but really like I was not okay. Yeah. And so that caught up with me and I did like tell them like a situation with like Aaron when I was like, yeah, I'm fine. But it like caught up with me. And so I had to tell them. So that lie, I feel like I came clean and I told most of my friends, especially like last year, like, you know, Mm -hmm. I was going through a lot. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I was saying like, I'm good. Like when you're asking how I am, but I really wasn't. So I feel like that. But yeah, I hate lying. One, I just can't keep up with it. And I have a really bad guilty conscience. Yeah. Like, it sucks. I literally will not be able to sleep. But yeah. yeah. I've been lied to a lot, though. (laughs) Like, a lot. A lot, lot. And then I always be like, is it because I haven't told my friend the truth about it? (laughs) But literally, I'm like, why do people like lying to me? Like, I I hate that. I think people in general just be lying. Like, they be out here telling little white lies and they, oh, well, it's okay. Yeah. It's fine. No, literally. They'll, and like, when I catch people in lies, they're always just like, oh, it's okay. I mean, it wasn't that, they'll say, like, it's not that big of a lie. And yeah. to me, I'm like, then why'd you do it? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just like, especially, especially with the lies, if you know that they're lying or whatever, you got to nip that in the bud right there. Hey, look, white lie, black lie, whatever. Right. You ain't about to do that to me. Like, I'm going to have to remove myself from this situation. Like, I ain't got time. And that's something that I am um, really growing in as a whole is, like, vocalizing my boundaries. Because I don't be lying to you, so you ain't about to do the same thing right. to me. Like, I'm just not about to do that. It's right. not going to work. Yeah. And I, I yeah, I agree. <laughs> You guys know what time it is. It's time for our fun closing segment. Today, Raven and I are going to play Count Your Blessings. So this segment is called Count Your Blessings, and you have to tell me three things that you are grateful for, excited about, something that's making you smile right now in your life. Okay, so one, I would say that I'm just grateful for God's position in my life. Amen. Because, yes, I know, it may sound cliche, but honestly, like, yes. Um, Two, I would say that I'm just excited for my new mental health journey and just my relationship with myself Mm -hmm. is just, like, blossoming right Mm -hmm. now, and I hope to just keep that going. I feel like this is the first time I'm really being, like, honest with Raven. Mm -hmm. And three, I'm really grateful for my friends and my family. Like right now I feel like is a time where I'm really becoming close with like my friends and my mom and it feels wonderful. 
I, I love that. I really, really love that because I feel like, especially in like this, it's, I don't even know what to call this time in life, but the time after college, but before you have right. a family, you're still figuring out what you want to do with your life. I feel like that is such a huge growth phase, especially with like picking your community and picking your family and friends as as far as like, hey, these are people that I want to remain close with. These are relationships that I want to cultivate. I've been saying the same exact thing. And that's actually one of the things that I am grateful for is my growing relationship with my mama, my daddy, and my brother, and my best friends. Like Mm -hmm. just being able to have um, candid conversation and really talk about like what you're going through. Like for me specifically with my family, my meaning my my immediate family, my mom and my daddy and my brother for the longest, like talking about their divorce was taboo for me. Like I couldn't, I could not like could not. And recently within the last like couple of years, I've been able to talk to my brother about it, like, and really see like how he was feeling during that time, because we were all so in our own, like we all had stuff going on at the time. Like when mom and daddy was going through the actual divorce, PJ was dealing with how he was feeling about the divorce. And I was also dealing with how I was feeling about it. But now we're able, me and him are able to like, at least start talking about that. And I think that that is so great. And as far as like my mom and daddy, I have been asking them more (laughs) intrusive questions as far as like, not even intrusive, but like reflective questions and asking them about like their mental health and how they're feeling and what they love about life, what made them smile today. And I just love that our relationship is growing in that way because especially growing up in the South, you don't really talk in that way to your family members. Like there's so many people who don't know their family members. And by know them, I mean, if you had to tell a person everything about this person, like what they like, their dislikes, their mental state, all of that, People in the South couldn't really do that. They'd be like, oh, they fine. No, what are they going through? What are they struggling with? What are their obstacles? Like, what? where are their opportunities to grow? So I'm glad that that's my biggest blessing right now. Like, I'm super excited about that relationship, those relationships growing. Um, I'm also excited about great friends. Like I said, opening up to my friends. I did that as two, so that's actually cheating. But great friends, <laughs> you know. A lot of my friends are moving out to LA. You don't live here anymore, but you're here right now. So that's amazing. But a lot of my friends are moving out to LA. So that's honestly so exciting because I get to create a community. Like it really feels like LA is home. You know, like when I go back home to Louisiana, I don't really have many friends there anymore because everybody has like moved away. But I have that same sense of community that I had when I was younger, like in high school. I'm starting to feel that way out here in L.A. and I absolutely love it. And my last blessing is consistency in the gym and my overall mindset about my brand and Tyler the Creative and Affirmations for Black Girls. Like everything is growing so much and my legs starting to look good. Like I run a mile every, every day, not every day, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I run a mile, you know, do a little workout. So I'm excited. Yay. And God is good. These is, these is yes. good blessings. These is good blessings. Yes. yes. So do you have any closing remarks, Raven? Anything else you would like to say, whether it's to the listeners, anything about finding trust in friendships, whatever the case may be. I will leave 
you and the viewers and myself with this. Honestly, value your energy, value yourself when it comes to friendships, our relationships. Friendships, I feel like, are a form of relationship. It may not be like romantic, but mm -hmm. it's still a covenant between two people. Ooh, like I have part. to trust you, you have to trust me for our friendship to work. It may not be as deep as like a romantic partner to some people, but it is very valuable. And I feel like one thing that my mom used to always say to me, like, if it's not reciprocated, don't participate. Ooh. Like, so just leave it alone and don't let people just hang out in your life because mm -hmm. you're afraid to like cut that tie. It can be positive yeah. if you just feel like, you know, a friendship, like what you're saying about your friend in high school, like it's positive. Like, okay, we didn't have to fight or anything, but now I realize where I stand with you. And so, yeah, just value yourself and your friendships and just be honest. I love that. Oh, I love that. Relationships are a covenant between two people. They Platonic are. relationships are a covenant between two people as well. I love that. Yes. And that is all we have for you guys today. Thank you guys so much for listening and join us again next week for another episode of the Affirmations for Black Girls podcast. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review and follow us on Instagram. Thank you for listening.